So since our last recording, something hit me, and I've never really thought about how underrated it is. Okay. So Rachel and I were were at our uh, anniversary date night, and we decided to go to the arcade and bowling and all that stuff, right? Right. We're just going to live it up as kids again. And, you know, I tied one off a little bit. (laughs) There's some some beers flowing. Sure. And I went to the bathroom, and I had this thought that I've never had before. You know what is super underrated in the men's bathroom? In the men's bathroom? Yeah. I don't know. Urinal pads. Oh, yeah. So... I started thinking about this kind of in a weird, deep thought. Dude, those pads are designed not only to keep the bathroom smelling good. You know, it gives you something to pee on. Right. It smells. Yeah, it gives you a target. Yeah. and it smells, At least that's why I do it. For. Yeah. And it smells better and all that, right? Mm-hmm. But I was wearing flip-flops. Oh. And I'll tell you one thing Dangerous that it game. does. It reduces, significantly reduces splatter. Splashback, as yeah. I call it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, is uh, it like blew my mind. I was like, holy cow, if we didn't have... Now, was this like the soap or the sponge? It's like the, the pad that has like all the little fingers coming out of it. Okay. Uh, like the... Right. What are the... You know those things on the new tires? Little... Phalanges. Little <laughs> <No>, phalanges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like made of all of those. And so when you pee in it, it like foams up and it like... Yeah, dude, it just... It catches all the splatter. Right. Why haven't we, like, nobody's talked about this before. I don't know. Probably just because, I mean, for for anybody who listens to this, but are, are we hot right now? Or are we live? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. we're going. Dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, ladies, if you're listening to this podcast, I know we don't have very many ladies, but I heard through the grapevine we're starting to gain a following. Oh, First hey, of all, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast and you're offended by anything we say, just so you know, this is perfect for you because this is an insight to what guys talk about when you're not around. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if you're offended about the things we say, just so you know, your husband, your boyfriend, your brother, your dad, whomever, they're all saying the same things. We, yeah. are. we just don't approach you with these kind of questions because, one, dumb. you wouldn't know about <laughs> the urinal cakes. Right. But number two, why in the world would we talk to you about that when there's so many other important things? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, man. I just, you know, I was just sitting there peeing, and I was like, you know what? We don't, we don't talk enough about these urinal pads, and like, what a great invention. They're phenomenal. Yeah, really saves the toes from getting peed on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. Should we jump into our introduction? Yeah, man. Let's go. Welcome back to In the Middle. Well, hold on. I'm not, I need to start that over, huh? Yeah. Welcome to the In the Middle podcast. This is a podcast about two dads living life in the Midwest. We talk about all things fatherhood, sports, hobbies, and our life's greatest conundrums. Yep. Man. Hey, one shout out real quick. Uh-huh. Did you hear that awesome intro? We just said I did one headlight high. Uh, they are actually working on a personalized intro song for us, but for now, uh, that was the uh, number one track on their Show Me State of Mind album. Yes, uh, or at least a portion of it. I guess we're we're not going to play the whole track because it's a minute long, and yep. that would be death to podcasting <laughs> having that long of an introduction. But yeah, we're we're very excited to be working with them. Um, they are in the middle of their 
you know, super busy as everybody is, summer touring month. Oh, so yeah. they are they are on the road. They actually have a concert this weekend for Fourth of July. Yep. Um and yeah, as soon as they get a little bit of free time, they're gonna come up with something special for us. So definitely keep a listen out for that. But yeah, one headlight high. You can go find them on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, they're they're a great bunch of guys and and they they're a pop punk band as you could kind of gather from the intro song but yeah really yeah. great dudes awesome man and uh yeah and i i know two of the guys personally in the band and uh maybe maybe three of them uh two for sure uh with work i've ran into them a few times and great dudes right just typical dads like us right that's right yeah that's why we asked him yeah plus absolutely. they play good music so yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what else is music to my ears? What's up? Bush. <laughs> Shout out to uh, You Betcha Podcast as well. Yep. <laughs> you Betcha <free>. Radio. <laughs> so, Sype, this is our inaugural episode. Mm-hmm. And when we say inaugural, we mean season one, episode one. Yes. We've had preview shows. Hopefully, those of you who were gone, uh, for example, one of our... Uh, past reviewers adam bomb um go follow him over on twitch adam bomb 151 and that's a-t-o-m like the adam with electrons and all that stuff uh but he messaged me the other day and he's like dude did in the middle get canceled like where are my episodes at i've been waiting for him and you said you'd be gone two weeks it's been a month what's going on ladies and gentlemen we have been very busy we've had a lot of crazy life things come up as you know as you know life just gets in the way and um, we're sorry we were gone, but we did want to set aside time to record for you guys. And number one rule of podcasting that we learned in our preview episodes of season zero, always have a show doc. <laughs> Sype, could you tell me what we don't have tonight? A uh, show doc. That's right. <laughs> so <laughs> we, you know, we're kind of throwing this together. We want to riff a little bit because primarily what we want to do is revisit our introduction. When we right. did it on, you know, 0.1, we weren't really sure what to say. The, the conversation was a little awkward. It was our first time hitting the record button. Yeah, yeah. I think it's safe to say we're a little bit more comfortable in our own skin. Yeah, I feel so. Right. Um, we're not so worried about the content. We're just letting the conversation flow. And so really what we're going to do is just reintroduce ourselves, kind of catch you guys up on what we've been doing the last month, and then give you an idea for the future. So yeah. sound good to just riff this episode, Sype? Let's do it, man. All right. So I'll start us off. Do uh, it. I'm Chris. I, uh, I'm a dad. I think, <laughs> I think that's you know kind of what the, the whole surrounding of, of this, this podcast is about, just being dads in the Midwest, right? Right. Western Kansas, to be more exact. Yeah. So. Yeah, and so, um, you know, I, I didn't grow up in in Western Kansas or, or the central part, uh, Western part of Central Kansas is what I like to call it. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I grew up in Oklahoma and uh, from a real small town. And uh, I tell you what, moving to Russell has been just a godsend, right? Right. We I, we touched a little bit about it in our first episode, zero point one. Um, but you know this is this is where my wife grew up. This is where your wife grew up. Right. Um, it's where we started hanging out a lot, right? Because of our wives. But it turned into a pretty good friendship that we've had. At least I think so. Anyway. Now, nah, like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things that you know, I'd, a small town in the Midwest. Uh, you know, we're about 4,500 people. Um, Everybody knows everybody, and it's it's not quite as bad as as where I grew up in central Kansas, but um, still has that really small town feel. And uh, and I tell you what, man, I grew up in in that town in Oklahoma. It was only like three hundred, four hundred people when I left. Right. So uh, you know, this is a big city to me. We have a grocery store that stays open until like ten o'clock at night. <laughs> They're open seven days a week, and so. To me, I feel like I'm living in a big city, but people that might listen to this from Kansas City or from Denver or something like that are like, are you kidding me? 4,500 people, I had that in my high school. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, no, and, and you know, there's there's a lot of things that are important to me. I have two little boys. Um, one's four and one's, man, he's about to be two in like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I have a beautiful wife, um, you know, 
my birthday and one of the reasons that we we took off you know so many so many weeks in a row was I had my 29th birthday whoop, whoop. and and I got to spend a pretty cool birthday down in Wichita um, with my whole entire family uh, on my my side side right on my my side and and uh, all 15 of us if you can believe that now right all of us That's, all the nieces I didn't and nephews, realize you had that many yeah man it it was a blast and uh and we got to go to the zoo we pet or we got to feed the dang giraffes we got to feed the hippos the rhinoceros rhinoceros <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even gonna correct you because i don't want that to get cut <laughs> yeah and, and uh and i don't know man it's life's changed a crap ton you know since my 25th birthday even right and uh and it's just it's all it's all good stuff, but let's let's hear a little bit about Mark. Well, before we, because uh, and this is going to kind of somewhat lead into some of the things I'm going to talk about. Okay, we're we're going to do this a little bit interview style. Can you tell me a little bit about your career, but then even uh, like maybe even schooling? What you what you either did in school or where you went, alma mater, what you studied. Oh thing. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, I'm a, a safety professional for a wind company. Um, been doing it. I'm coming up on my second year uh, anniversary of, of doing this current job. And, dude, I love it. I get to support uh, 30, 30 different sites across uh, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, Wyoming, and Colorado. Um, my furthest site's about seven hours away. Uh, so when I have to respond to that site, it's, it takes a day to get there for sure. Um, and I, I went to school for wind, uh, back at cloud County community college. T birds. Let's go. baby. (laughs) That's a throwback to our youth. Yes, sir. (laughs) And, uh, and, and then after cloud County, I went to Baker university and, uh, and I got my business degree from Baker. I ran track all, all four years of college, all throughout high school and middle school. Uh, I pole vaulted, and uh, and that's kind of what got me through college. Essentially, was uh, was pole vaulted. I don't think if I was a student athlete uh, that I would be a student. <laughs> so a uh, little heavy focus on the athlete part, but you know, I, I did get a lot of really good, uh, really good just knowledge base from my experiences in college, and uh, and I tell you what, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, okay. that's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. So I that was really my only question. Oh, okay. So right. a little bit about me. Hi, I'm Mark. Uh and I was born and raised in Hayes, Kansas. Okay. Um, that's where I'm from. Bigger town than Russell. Yep. Um, Hayes, uh, which is home to Fort Hayes State University College, and that's yep. where my alma mater is. And so the town's population varies based on whether or not school is in session, kind of yep. like any college town. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a decent sized town. Definitely not your Kansas City, Wichita, Denver, you know, kind of those. But it's big enough that yep, not everybody knows everybody. There's plenty of stuff to do, but it still kind of has the small town vibe in the sense of like, yeah, you're not. You, you can drive clear across town in ten minutes. You know, you can't do that in Kansas, right? So. Um, that, that's not too bad. Um, but yeah, in college, I, I, well, I have a bachelor's degree, uh, bachelor of arts in communications was my study. Uh, and if you're thinking to yourself, what's a communications degree? It basically just means I can talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so usually it's a jumping off point for things like journalism or advertising or theater, which was kind of my emphasis. Um, I did a lot of theater. I've done plays literally from kindergarten all the way through even now as an adult with the community theater here um and so yeah i just kind of have that outgoing crazy personality that you typically get with the theater kids and uh yeah that kind of led me into a people person job which is yep. just sales um i do um mainly insurance but I mean, heck, if this podcast goes well, I'll be, you know, selling sponsorships or whatever, or trying to get people to give us sponsorships. T-shirts. Yeah. We got to get merch someday. We will. We will. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'll, I'll put all of that to good use, you know. But, um, yeah, met my wife, uh, courtesy of camp, where you and I met, yep. and we have four beautiful kids, um, two boys, two girls, 
uh, age range is 11 years old to almost three months now. So we're covering the spectrum. Uh, Podcasts will definitely get interesting once uh, my oldest turns into a teenager. But thankfully we have... A good 100 episodes before that occurs, (laughs) which will be nice. But uh, yeah, so needless to say, I'm just here to have a good time, drink some beers with you, talk dad life, and all that other stuff that we do in the Midwest. Yeah, man. And one of the things, you know, you kind of mentioned a little bit, what did you do like in, in... High school, middle school, uh, did you do any sports? Did you? Sure. Uh, I mean, you said theater, but yeah, I did. Um, like I did intramural basketball. I wasn't good at sports until I kind of grew into my body, which was about junior year of high school. And by that point in time, it was way too late to like try to join the team, you know, because right. all of my, you know, classmates had been playing together for years and I didn't know all the rules of stuff. So yeah, I just did your intramural basketball, but. Mostly hung around the theater and stuff. Um, and then in college, um, I've always been a, like when it comes to studying, I'm not a book kid. I cannot sit down, read a chapter, you know, answer a couple of questions yeah. or whatever. I'm very, uh, I guess you could say like visual or mm-hmm. I do things by repetition, um, which is probably why I'm so good at theater is you imagine something and then you repeat the same line or the same blocking over and over and over yep. until you get it right. And so for me... Uh, my college studying habit was walking to class 15 minutes early, you know, look at the the index of the book, try to figure <laughs> out what it is I need to know, and then apply that to whatever I heard in class discussions, you know, for the month before the exam, yep. and then try to piece it all together. So college for me was a lot of doing shows and partying. <laughs> yep. And yeah. That was basically all I did. High school, I was a really good kid. Broke out of my shell a bunch in college, but yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. And uh, and you you kind of mentioned it a little bit about you know we we met at camp, mm-hmm. right? Um, I just want to touch real real quickly on on camp. Man, that was a, a magical place. I think there's a quote uh by by one of the the priests that that was involved with the church camp and it, he I, it was father brian logger i don't know if you've you remember this I, oh yeah of course yeah the little slice is the little slice of heaven and i dude i tell you what that that camp is is a real special place in my heart still uh and you you're still really involved with camp right I am, yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned the slice of heaven because the other day I heard I was driving home from uh, Manhattan, Kansas, and on the radio we were listening to the classic rock station, and what came across was that heaven is a place on or like whatever <laughs> yep. that song is. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> you know, don't yeah. copyright strike me. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm selling your song. That's really cool. Um, but anyways, and yeah, I was listening to that song, and it it did make me think of camp and. Uh, yeah, I am still the, uh, like male adult sponsor there. Um, so we, I went as a camper for two years and in my cabin met, um, two of my very, very close friends. Um, one of which is actually the godfather to one of my children. Mm-hmm. Um, and we still get together all the time. We play Xbox together, yep. uh, you, me and him and, and some of our other camp buddies from there. But, uh, then yeah, became a counselor and that's where I met, uh, well, I guess, let me backtrack. Technically, I met my wife when we were campers, but yep. I don't remember her because she was way younger than me, so I didn't really give her the time of day. But yep. she knew who I was, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, became counselors, got to know my wife, um, and you know, met you, met your wife, yep. and uh, re-met so, uh, those friends who were in my cabin, and we all became counselors together, and it's... It's the greatest fraternity you could possibly be a oh, part of. Yeah. You know, if for for those of you who do frats and stuff in college, I'm actually somewhat against them because I feel like they can feel very exclusive. Mm-hmm. Whereas our group, like, yeah, if you join up with us, you're not going to know half the stories because we just <laughs> talk about camp all the yeah. time. That's what we do. But anybody who's ever been there is a part of the group. Yes. And it doesn't matter where you're from, what you've done, like, I can think of maybe 
three people that were counselors and we instantly knew they were not a fit and sure enough we never saw them again yep but everybody else was a you know camp for lifer and yeah you and i met there and the best part about that was is we we share a lot of the same values that that place upholds yeah and i think you know one of the best parts about this podcast is not only are we going to tell you the listeners about you know life in the midwest and we're going to have fun and stuff along the way but as we mentioned in one of our preview episodes we're going to get really serious about things sometimes yeah absolutely and part of the reason we wanted to bring camp up in this episode is tomorrow and hopefully i don't get too emotional here because i haven't had a chance to talk about at length especially with somebody who holds it deep in their heart like you but we are going to the funeral of what we would probably consider to be the mother of camp. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Sister Barbara Ellen, um, out of Salina. Yep. And she passed away unexpectedly. I was just with her a month ago. Um, we, you know, had coffee together every morning. We talked about the campers and at the end of camp, we always like go to pizza hut. Um, we, we have pizza, all the counselors and, and the adult sponsors all together. And then those of us who are over 21 usually have a couple of beers because we need them. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> uh, you know, watching a bunch of, which I, I guess we should explain what it is. It's a, it's a Catholic youth camp for sixth through eighth graders. Yes. Um, yep. And so every counselor kind of has about eight to 10 kids that they watch out for, for basically three full days, but yep. it's like four days, but two of them are half days, but um, so yeah, we're all pretty exhausted by the end of it. Oh, you know, it's man. a lot of outside stuff. We do archery and horses and yeah. Um, you know, we, we go to mass and all that sort of stuff. But, um, I, I kept coming back actually. Have you ever seen the matrix movies? Dude, I I've tried, but I can't get into it. Oh, okay. Man. No, yeah. that's totally fine. So again, this will be more for you guys, the listeners. Uh, <laughs> if you know the meme of when, when Neo's in the room with a bunch of TVs and there's the the guy who's, you know, the architect or whatever. Yep. And basically he's playing God and he sits there and he goes, you know, if I am the father of the Matrix, then she undoubtedly would be the mother. And then he goes, the Oracle, please. <laughs> you know, he does that. And I keep having this, you know, because part of the way I cope with grief yep. is I try to turn things around and make them funny. Um, or I try to find the lighter side of things. And yeah, all I absolutely. keep thinking is I'm standing in a room with God <laughs> saying, if I am, you know, because I like to think God blessed me with everything in my life. Yeah. Because he did. If, so God talked to me, if I am the, you know, owner of all of your happiness, that, or if I am the father of all of your happiness, then she undoubtedly would be your mother. <laughs> and you could very easily be like, oh, you mean Mary or, you know, my wife or my mom or, you right. know, whatever. And, I just feel like I look at him, I go, Sister Barb, yep. please. <laughs> because that's what she means to me is she yeah. so by having camp, she enabled me as a as a young kid, a freshman in high school, because at the time freshmen could still go as campers, mm-hmm. I discovered self confidence yep. and self worth. I did not think highly of myself. You know, as a kid, I was always very shy, very quiet, yep. kind of a nerdy kid, got picked on a lot, got bullied a lot, found myself at camp, found my faith at camp, yep. and then become a counselor. I find you, I find our other counselor buddies, the boys, oh, um, yeah. the other the other dads that, you know, we'll <laughs> probably have on this podcast at some point in time. Oh, yeah, 100%. I found my wife at that camp, which obviously led to my children yeah and it all stems from a single person yeah and that's sister barb and unfortunately tomorrow me you and thousands oh yeah of other people i mean there's no way that church is holding everybody oh no way and you know i for for those of you listening i'm i'm sorry if we're starting to lose you here but like again we're gonna get serious sometimes and you guys have to know if you're going to be listening to us talk about our personal lives, you need to know the people that have influenced us. Oh, yeah. And that I struggle to find a bigger influence on my life not family-related mm-hmm. than Sister Barb. 
Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and you know, camp for sure. I met so many just great people at camp that we still keep in touch with. I mean, how many weddings have we gotten to that were camp counselor weddings? Heck, how many counselors have gotten married to each other? Yes, yes. And and that's one of the things I wanted to talk about here was uh, she was also really key in, in CYO uh, retreat, or not retreat, the uh, convention every year. Yeah, convention, NCYC, right? Parent Action, Totus Tuus, anything yeah. in, so we're a part of the Salina Diocese in Kansas, which is widely renowned yes. as one of the top in terms of youth ministry, yes, diocese in the nation, yeah, in the entire United States, and who has been at the helm since I believe '84? Yeah, it's been a while. I'd I'd have to go back and reread her obituary, but yep. it was sometime in the '80s is when Sister took over. Yep, and has held that position since. Yeah, and I I met my wife as a sophomore in high school at CYO convention. Yep. And every year we we kept in touch. Uh, it wasn't until right after we both graduated high school is when we we've actually first started dating. So, you know, and and I mentioned this to my brother uh, Jerry when we were talking. I we found out on my birthday down in in uh, in Wichita, and and I was telling him I was like, dude, you don't you never met Sister Barb, um, but one of the cool things about her that I want you to know is like, I wouldn't have met my wife without CYO convention, right? Yep. I wouldn't have met my wife without my mom making me go to CYO convention my freshman year, and then I had a blast. And then, But CYO convention wouldn't have been anything without Sister Barb. No. And and I tell you what, um, there's, yeah, there's so many marriages that have come from attending church groups or church functions like that within this diocese that uh, all stemmed from, from Sister Barb. And, and I tell you what, uh, you know, it was really bittersweet understanding that she passed on my birthday or maybe the night before. I, I don't know exactly the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but sharing that day, dude, it's it's amazing, right? It's my yeah. birthday, but I get to share that day with her. And uh, it's something that's going to always, you know, be able to to connect us both uh, in, in some sort of way. And and for me, that's, that's a little bit, a little bit healing, a little bit, uh, a little bit honoring, if that makes any sense. Right? Dude, I got goosebumps over yeah. here. I don't know if you can see them from where you're standing. But. Yeah, but yeah, man, I tell you what, Sister Barb was was just an amazing person, an amazing soul. And I don't think anybody that I know personally or have even heard of has talked one single bad thing about her. She's just always just a a breath of fresh air. She, she was always just beaming with 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 grace, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the happiness was there, but it was, it was just the grace to to get real faithful on you know. And again, sorry if this is turning some people <laughs> off, but I personally have never seen you know if if you ever hear the term the the Lord moved through her, the oh, Lord yeah. spoke through her, whatever. I've never seen it flow so freely through one person. I mean, I've met, I am friends with a number of priests, yeah, a number of faithful people. Yep. In a weird way, I think she's holier than all of them combined. Yeah. Just by the way she's carried herself and her work and the amount of people that she has had a positive impact on. I mean... If she had a negative impact on someone, I mean, they must have been a terrible. <laughs> but but I know that even had she had a you know somehow a negative impact, she went home and she prayed for that person. Yeah, that they would find their way. Yeah, because that's just who she is. Is she, you know, she might have left a bad taste in their mouth, but they didn't leave a bad taste in her mouth. Right, because she was always looking to just bring people closer to joy and happiness and love because she just, I mean, yeah, it, it poured out of her. Yeah. She cared, you know, and that was, this really, this is the thing that I think I probably take from her the most is that 
she didn't find a single person that she didn't care about. And then, mm-hmm. and, and you could see it when she interacted with people. I mean, just, just wonderful lady. So to that, you're going to hear, hear a couple beers here. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Actually, you know, you're not supposed to have dead air on the podcast, but I might actually need about five seconds of just silence. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, sister, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm not looking forward to it, yeah. <laughs> if, if I'm honest, because yeah. uh, it, Goodbye, it was unexpected. Yeah, yeah, and it's not going to be fun. But let's try to shift gears a little bit. Yeah. I know that transition is going to be a little hard. So we talked about how we met, which was yep. through camp, through sister. Um, but then, like you had mentioned at the top of the cast, your wife and my wife are actually best friends. Oh, yeah. Lifelong yeah, best friends. Diapers. And I think the best part about the fact that not only did they both elect to stay in the town that they grew up in yep and you know as husbands we just tagged along for the ride oh dude <laughs> i was actually the one that wanted to, to move to russell and stay oh well, there russell. you go yeah perfect yeah yeah i I, I had to be convinced but i i'm perfectly glad i honestly don't think i could ever live in a town bigger than russell ever again i i love the small town vibe now granted i there's people here like you who help make that easier like if you and rachel were to ever leave that would probably be hard on me because you're you're probably 90 percent of my social life right <laughs> uh, even though i have plenty of other friends and yep. stuff here um you're definitely the one i hang out with most but speaking of that so we're naturally bound at the hip because of our wives yep um we have our camp connection but we also have our kids are the same age or at mm-hmm. least um Two of them. Yeah, the the two that you have are within months of the two that I have. Yep. uh, Which are great, which is great. Um, But then you have gotten me into a lovely game of golf. Yes. That (laughs) I think it's only natural that as dads, you have to love golf. Yeah, yeah. It's either golf or something very damn similar. (laughs) Right, yeah. You know, bowling or every dad has something that he goes and does with the boys that usually kids find lame or boring. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's, or, yeah, even watching on TV, it's like, oh my gosh, Dad, right. are you serious? <laughs> so, so yeah, we, we have golf. You and I, you know, we do lots of other things together. And when you approached me about this podcast, I was excited but also nervous at the same time because, you know, you, you're, as, as much as I'm the theater guy, you're definitely an idea man. Yep. You come to me and you're like, Mark, I got this idea. We should do this. <laughs> And I'm kind of like, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll help you chase your dream of yeah <laughs> being a famous podcaster. <laughs> like, why, why not? We'll let it happen. Um, but I think part of what makes this podcast so exciting is it gives us the chance to not only just yeah put out entertaining content to the world, but it gives us an excuse to hang out more. Which, oh yeah, of course we love to do. But yep. they even get to know each other a little bit more. Oh I mean, yeah, there's things that I've learned about you, either personally about you or just life lessons that you've taught me along the way. Um, just in the midst of our, you know, what seven mini-sode run, yeah, um, or preview run. And I think another thing that I wanted to touch on, as far as where this podcast is going is introducing people that that will also be entertaining on the cast but also mm-hmm. who shaped us so i know we've mentioned him again lots of times we're hoping on the next episode we have the famous uh andrew drake of the drake take the on drake here. take <laughs> <laughs> go follow him on twitch and uh every podcast everywhere the drake take Yes. But, you know, we want to have him on here. We want to have some of our camp buddies on here. Yep. Possibly our wives, online buddies, things like that. Yeah, Dumpster Steve's going to make an appearance, too. Yep, Dumpster Steve. (laughs) (laughs) If if you haven't, well, I guess we haven't heard that story yet, so yeah. Yeah, and we're saving it, baby. When Um, Dumpster Steve comes on, that that story's going to come out, and it's going to be glorious. Right, but 
we want to showcase the people that make us who we are yeah and the people that we surround ourselves with and we think that by opening up this community i mean honestly if you're a listener you know it, take dave william for example he's one of our yep. super fans we're gonna have him on the show because if you support us we want to help support you so yeah if you got something you're working on whether it's a project or you know maybe maybe you're also in sales and need to yep. get your name out there like Come on down. We'll, or side we'll biz, to you. right? Yeah. That, that you want to get supported a little bit with with however many listeners that we have, right? I mean, one headlight high. Yeah. You know, our intro high. song. Yeah. Like, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. And so to anybody out there, if you're listening, please reach out to us. We want to hear from you. We want you to be a part of the show, whether by reviews or participating in any of our polls that we have, whenever we have our debates, things like that. We want you you know yeah uncle sam style yeah absolutely one of the things that i've always thought would be really cool with this podcast is if we reached some of the people maybe not in the midwest so what i would love for this podcast to be is almost like a little window into a day in the midwest Mm -hmm. and uh and especially rural kansas right Right, um, where there's nothing to see but flat ground. Yeah, yeah, and sunrises and, and sunsets, and it, they're freaking amazing. They are, too. they're gorgeous. Um, and so, you know, that's one of the things I want to do with the podcast is is to maybe open the eyes a little bit about Kansas, and and we're not just you know the the whole Dorothy and and Wizard of Oz, and some and, people think we still ride horses. I know out here. it's ridiculous, <laughs> <laughs> and so. You know, I, I want to just bring it into perspective, maybe for them, if if they do listen to the podcast, even if it's one or two episodes, they at least get to to at least see a snapshot and and what life's like as dads in the Midwest. You know, right? And so that's that's kind of that's my goal anyway. Is we get that outreach, we get some people that are maybe a little bit different than us, and uh, and honestly, I want them on the show too, right? Mm-hmm. I want to I want to have them as a guest host and. And just talk to us about maybe struggles that they see living in in a, a little bit larger community, right? Well, and, again, you you mentioned people with differences, and I instantly thought of um, you know this is a riffing episode. We yeah. have no show doc; we're just going wherever the conversation takes us, and that's part of the fun of the Midwest. Yep. And speaking of people who have differences, we had mentioned on a, it might have been the last episode, maybe two, um, in the preview shows. But we talked about rock, paper, scissors, oh. which, again, hearkening back to camp, yep. we have a massive rock, paper, scissors competition between everybody at camp. So, you know, if there's 400 kids there, it's a 400-person rock, paper, scissors tournament. This yes. is huge. And we teach that you do not shoot. No. And what's funny Don't is shoot. on the cast, we had made the comments, like, if you shoot, you just need to turn your po- this podcast off now. <laughs> and my brother-in-law and one of our other buddies who were listening yep. to the podcast, I think they were driving in the car. Yep. They pressed pause <laughs> on that, and they looked at each other. They were like, do you shoot? Because I shoot. And the other guy was like, yeah, I shoot too. And then they never turned it back on. And he approached me at Periesta, which yeah. we'll, we'll get into in a second over what we've been doing over the last month. Um, and he, he approached me, he's, he's like, why in the world don't you shoot? And I'm like, well, we explained it on the podcast. Like it's, it's one, two, three, <laughs> one, two, go, one, two, show, you know, red light, green light, you know, that yeah. sort of thing with, with drag racing and blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, well you told us to shut it off. So we just <laughs> shut it off. So ladies and gentlemen, please do not take everything we say as gospel <laughs> and don't take us so damn literally. Oh. I am a very sarcastic person. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, I mean, if you are shooting, Get out of here. You're doing it wrong. But, but stay and listen. <laughs> yeah. At least finish out the episode and then you can go and subscribe to all yeah. that stuff. Or unsubscribe, whatever whatever you feel. <laughs> right. So well, we brought it up. Let's let's talk briefly about Prairie stuff. Yeah. Um, so that is Russell's a I, I don't know what you call it, but your town your celebration. Every decade. Yeah. Like there's a term for it. I should have Googled it before we hopped on here. Town founding yeah. Celebration. Founder celebration. Yeah, the founder yeah. celebration. Happens once every 10 years. Yep. And it was my first prayer. So was it your? This is my second. To, yeah. Oh, so you, so you and Rachel have been together long enough for you to have done one before. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And uh, dude, I tell you what, this prayer was so much better than the one that I remember. Um, it's because you weren't legal. 
at the last one. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That might have something to do with it. Right. But for some reason, like, I was just so much more stoked. Maybe it's because I've seen one already. Maybe it's because I have two kids and I want, maybe this might be the, one of the first memories that type sure. of thing, too. Uh, but, dude, we all dress up in, like, old Western gear. Yep. Right? We have our cowboy hats. We have, like, I, I mean, I went down to the Prairie Esta store downtown mm-hmm. that they put together every every 10 years for Prairie Esta. I ended up buying some sweet shirts, some per- Pearl Snap shirts, baby. Heck, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I found a vest that I wore. And dude, uh, I tell you what, your brother-in-law, Mister Mister Danny, he uh, he had to send a video to his his friends up in Boston where he lives now, and and uh, and prove to them that there were people in downtown, on the bricks of downtown, shooting off pistols. Yeah, <laughs> at at yeah. ten o'clock at night. <laughs> Which okay, so <laughs> let's backtrack here for for those yeah. and, and why would you know? Because I lived in Hayes, which is twenty five miles away, and I never knew this existed. Yeah, and it was hyped up for me. And I'm not gonna say like it was overhyped because that I had a great time. There were so many great things to do. the The thing is, is yeah, every, you know, it's a ten year once every ten year party. Like, how much more hype can you give it? Yeah, like, exactly. And so. Basically, the way it works is, yeah, it's the it's the Founders Day or Founders Celebration of mm-hmm. our town, and everybody dresses up in old timey clothes. And there's exhibits on like how to churn butter, how they washed clothes back yep. in the day, you know, how they you know knitted scarves or like whatever, like all the old timey things that you know we take for granted with all the technology and stuff that we have. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like my four year old daughter learned how. They wash clothes like on the old board. Oh and yeah, they, they ring it through the little thing to like get yep. all the water out. Yeah, I wasn't there. I was working during that time, but like she loved it, and she's like, "Mommy, we need to get one of these <laughs> so that I can help you wash, you know, the clothes." And it's like, well, actually, we just throw them in the dryer and press a, or you know, throw them in the washer and press a button now, and it's right. It, everything else is taken care of. So you celebrate the your you know where we've come from as just humans in general yeah, and 150 and, years and te- ago yeah technology advancements but then yeah you you do these crazy things like for example we have a parade this parade lasted four hours <laughs> it was a very long parade well a little but, exaggerated there it was like an hour and a half though yeah no it was four i i timed it four hours it was a four hour parade Dude, it started at nine yeah do you know what time we got over not what? one. No way. <laughs> yes. Holy smokes. And the reason I know this is because we went back to my house to make Bloody Marys in the middle <laughs> of the parade. See, you were in the parade, though, so it I probably was. didn't feel as long to yeah. you. But yeah, it was a four-hour parade. But the way they start this parade off oh, man. is there is a herd, I'm not kidding you, a herd of longhorn cattle. Yes. That they send down Main Street. And they're huge. They are massive. And the horns are huge. And all I could think in the midst of this <laughs> is there are no barriers. No, none. <laughs> on the sides of the street. Like, we're lining the sidewalk. Yeah, like six blocks, This could dude. very quickly turn into running of the bulls in Italy. <laughs> like, I am dead serious. If, if those cows got spooked by something, Ew. we're all dead. Yeah. Because like, they would trample everybody in their path. Yep. And so, like, so that in itself is crazy. But then, yeah, you know, in the midst of all this COVID stuff, and granted, restrictions were lifted by, you know, the United States, Kansas government, whatever. Yep. But, yeah, no one's walking around in their masks. But like you said, the craziest part (laughs) is people are literally just randomly firing, and they're blanks. Yeah. But they're just firing pistols in the air. Yeah, these old-timey, like... and. And all yeah. I could think in my head is like, dear God, if some psychopath came running down the street with an actual gun, nobody would even think anything of it <laughs> until it? there were a couple of bodies laid around. And like, that was just mind blowing to me. Yeah. And again, in the midst of the craziness of our society, with all this stuff that's going on politically or religiously or socially or whatever. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, it's so nice yeah. 
to live in a place that you don't have to worry about any of yeah. that stuff. Yeah, pistols are going off, and you know, you no tried, masks, you, pistols. Everyone's hammered. You know, you which tried. probably isn't a good thing. <laughs> people are firing blanks into the air. You know, we had concerts going on. There's a there's a beard competition. Yep. Um, my wife's grandpa participated in that. You know, longest beard or fullest beard, and you know, coolest, coolest mustache. mustache. Yeah, yep. like that sort of stuff. Um, you know, there's a band every single night that plays. And actually, this is one more, and I had missed this, but my wife got a video of it, and maybe I'll have to share it on our tweets page. There were people on horses walking around Main Street, you know. So <laughs> so again, horses are crapping everywhere. You had to watch your step, yep. right? We have a bar, a local <laughs> bar that has double wide doors. People were riding their horses into the bar. We're talking into an enclosed establishment. Yep. They would ride their horse up to the bar, order a drink, and then ride back out. With their beer. With their beer. Yes. And again, I wasn't there. I did not witness this. But when she showed me the video, my initial thought was, what happens when that horse shits on the (laughs) floor in the middle of the bar? Oh, they just get a shovel and scoop yeah, it up scoop and it up, throw baby. some bleach on it. And yeah. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> you, oh, where, in, where in the entire United States can you roll up to a bar indoors on horseback oh, yeah. and take off with a couple of brews? Yeah. You I, can't. I tell anywhere you what, else. I tell you what, it's, it's definitely going to be in the middle of the United States. Right, it's like north to south. That's about the only place oh that you'll God. see that, but only like once a year. So you have to catch your chance, you know. <laughs> I guess so. Needless to say, yeah. And and there were so many other events, you know, um, the Ad Astra Music Festival, which you and I are both big supporters of. Oh yeah. Um, they had an opera that was super cool. Yeah, um, huge amongst... opera, dude. It took them like four years to create this. It's been four or five years in the making. I don't know if it's been that long, but no. it's it's definitely been long. No, Alex Alex straight up said Okay. Alex is the director. Shout out to no, yeah, sorry. So yeah. um but yeah, so like we had an opera and we had all of these other crazy awesome things. And um yeah, overall, again, like was it hype to the moon? Yes. Yes. But did I see and witness enough things that it's like I'm kind of excited for the next one in ten years? Absolutely. Yes. So that's one thing that we've been doing. Do you have yep. any final thoughts on Prairie Esta? Yeah, I had the, the crazy thought that the next Prairie Esta, Elliot's going to be 14 and Ben's going to be 11. And then... My oldest is going to be 21. Yeah. Guess who's standing in line for all the beers now? Yeah. Not me. I know. I'm going to enjoy the band. It's going to be awesome. I'm just going to keep feeding money. Yep. That's what I'm beer. doing. <laughs> Grab yourself one and grab me one too. Yep. But the... The crazier thought that I had right after that is the one after that. Elliot's going to be 24 and Ben's going to be 21. Oh my God. And I, there is a very strong chance I might be a grandfather at sure. the second Prairie Esther from now. Sure. 20 years from now. That's scary, dude. Yeah. It's really scary. I mean, I was 24. Old, man. I was 24 when, when we had. Elliot, so you know it's it's a scary thought. Yeah, I'm gonna be a grandfather. And Two again, that'll only be your fourth period. I know it's like a leap year kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it happens once every four years, and you're like, oh, and everyone makes a big deal about it. Yep. And, and that's what makes it so special. I think yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. But but no, uh, so yeah, Prairie Esther was a big happening. It took mm. like five days to to complete, and then five days to recover. Uh, oh yeah, it <laughs> was a good time. Uh, but before that, you know, I went to Arkansas on a fishing trip. This is our 21st annual fishing trip yep, to Arkansas. For the Sipe family. Yep. It was amazing. Uh, had a really good time. We entered this new age of a new generation of the fishing trip. This was the second year in a row now that we had, uh, my, my two oldest nephews come and it was awesome. Um, it's really cool to see how the fishing trip has changed since even five years ago till now uh we're all we're all dads we have kids you know i i we didn't bring elliot this year maybe next year but um the whole atmosphere changed it's not quite as a big of a party as it normally is and it's it's more about the experience for them now and dude it i love it right we have a really good time 
And then the week before that, my wife and I had a, a really good couples trip down to Florida. Um, got to sit on a beach for, for two days. You know, it, it was awesome. And what'd you go down there for? Just, just because. Uh, oh, just, I, I thought you had an event. No, no, we, uh, we had, we've been trying to plan a couple's trip like this with, the, with this particular couple for like five or six years. And, and so we finally made it happen and, uh, dude, it was awesome. We had, we had a blast. It was, it was pretty badass. So I think the final sort of what we've been up to over the last month, uh, cause we were supposed to record on that day and then yep. I think you and I both had a little too much to drink, but, uh. We were planning on restarting this podcast, or, or at least getting our feet back under us on Father's Day, right? Yep. And you and I had a great Father's Day. Oh yeah, um, it was a blast. You know, we we had some golf, which was fun, mm-hmm. um, as as per usual, as every dad does. But <laughs> I think the highlight of Father's Day was, um, well, actually, let's backtrack. First of all, we did have the U.S. Open. Yes. So as every dad does. And we, we, we won't go too deep into it. Uh, it. It was setting up to be an excellent back nine, and then everybody fell apart. But how convenient was it that new dad John Rom oh, wins his first ever major on Father's Day? Yeah. He's holding his baby in the celebration. You know, when all is said and done, like he he makes the putt to win it on eighteen, and the first thing that happens is his wife comes over, gives him a kiss, hands him his baby. Dude, I just got goosebumps because that putt on 18 was ridiculous. It was a good putt. He and he was behind the leader. Uh, yeah, he had to wait to see if who he was would that? win. Um, dude, it's been so long now, I forget. I think it's like Henji or something. I don't remember. Yeah, name, anyway. Either way, he Anyway, <laughs> he's behind a stroke and he makes this putt to well, he was behind two strokes. He makes this putt to get just behind him one stroke. No, no, no! It was to go ahead. Was it, was it to, to go give ahead? Him a lead, yeah. Oh shoot! Yeah, you're right. But he had the the leader had like four holes, three holes left. Right. Like All he had to do is birdie one to tie, and then birdie another one to and, win. Yeah. And as he was going, and it shows like what they did the previous three rounds, it it was like par or birdie on every hole. Yeah. But the dude fell apart, and yeah, and John Rom took it. And and I tell you what, man, we were celebrating like crazy. I'm not a huge Rom fan, but just the the scenario, I, right? I was living in the moment. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, well, and especially after he had to back out of the PGA Championship, right? Which, which he was in the lead by a wide margin. Yep. Over Phil Mickelson, ended up getting COVID, had to back out. Yep. So he could have had back to back majors, which mm-hmm. would have been nuts. Um, but either way, we digress. I think our favorite part. Outside of, you know, getting our families together and, um, you know, our kids were all having fun run through the sprinklers and stuff, is we did another small town thing. Yep. <laughs> so my father-in-law, God bless him, um, and I don't believe this was an intoxicated purchase. No. Um, he He's made a few in the past, and infomercials at 3 a.m. kind of get to him, <laughs> which honestly, he buys great shit, which is awesome. <laughs> But he he went to like our farm implement store, went in for I think a pair of pliers or yep. something is what he told me. Walked out with like, you know, fifty things as all dads do. Oh yeah. But one of the things he walks out with is a pickup pool. Yes. Is what it's called. And if you're thinking to yourself, pickup pool, like what's that? Um, it's a pool that you put in the bed of your pickup. Yes. And it Fill is it designed up. for it. It has cup holders. It's designed so that, like, when you want to let the water out, you just pull the plug, and then, you know, the water drains out the tailgate. And you and I, in typical small-town fashion, he got the idea of, and you're not supposed to drive with this thing, but our kids had splashed enough of the water out that the level was low. We climbed in the back of this freezing (laughs) cold water, (laughs) and he drove us down to the local bar. Yes. And we ordered beers curbside. From the back of the truck. From the back of <laughs> the pool. <laughs> in the oh, truck. Man. It was awesome. And then we had little water guns that we were doing drive-by shootings with, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Man, it, I don't know what 
how else you can get more small try, town. Try getting away with that in New York. Yeah. <laughs> try, heck, try getting away with that in Kansas City. Yeah. Or even Hayes. I guarantee you, you don't get away with that in Hayes. Yep, yep. Man, that was that was a good time. And a good memory, too, man. Oh, mm-hmm. Dave was having a blast. <laughs> it was a good time. So, yeah, we... Again, these are the kind of stories that we're going to give you guys throughout. Um, yep. Like I said, we we wanted to sort of just riff this episode and not have a you know a structured thing. We'll we'll do that next time, especially when we have people on. We want to make sure we have you know interview questions and stuff like yeah, that. But absolutely, we wanted to introduce ourselves, introduce a little bit of why we are who we are, mm-hmm. and then just share some stories. Yeah, bro, because that's what we're going to do on here. Yeah, and not to. Not to backtrack a whole lot, but did you see the video of John Rom when after after he won? It might have been like a couple of days after. I know the video you're talking like about, but I wasn't able to like watch it. Watch it. So walk me through this. So all you see, and they don't title it as anything, but all you see is this pretty big, bulky dude drinking beer or something out of a cup like a, a a not a cup cup but like out of a like championship cup. right yeah the u.s both, open both handles chalice he's, or yeah, whatever he's chugging it and then all of a sudden he has this glow ball it's late at night puts it on the concrete somebody flips him a driver he yokes this thing like you can't <laughs> even see the ball anymore and so he puts a club down everybody's cheering he he grabs the cup again and just like continues drinking, and he's drinking out of the U.S. Cup. It's John Rom, dude. Right. Like, it was one of the most classic videos. That's of all great. Time. Like, he was definitely enjoying his win, and uh, and very deser- deservingly so. Oh yes, absolutely. Know? Number two but, in the world. Yeah, man, it's it's awesome, and especially seeing him as brand new dad. Right, it, it was it was awesome to win that on Father's Day, very right. first major. For sure. Yeah. Well, Sype, do you have any closing thoughts? Because we are closing in on an hour. No, uh, you know, I, I just, I wanted to thank you guys for for listening. And, and one of the things, too, is, you know, we didn't have a debate topic. We didn't have a lot of the topics that we had in our in our preview episodes, our practice episodes. And so, you know, that is one thing that we're going to be doing is is having some some probably very insignificant debates that we get heated about. Yep. And, uh and we really enjoy these type of things. Snowball. Yeah, it's not a damn snowball. <laughs> it's a slushy. Uh, and so I want to I want to get you guys involved listening, right? Give us some ideas on what to debate about. Uh, you know, Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll come we'll come to the podcast ready. We'll come to the podcast hot. That might be one of our first topics that we do if if it's a really good debate topic. Just get right into it. You know, no intro, no nothing. We just start debating. Let's do it. And uh, and I really love to do that, and, and I hope you guys like to listen to it. But please give us some ideas about on something to, to debate and, and something not, like, super serious, right? We want it to be, like... Yeah, ch- childish debates. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we want it to be fun. We want it to be something that we can take a hold of and, and really get after. But uh, I don't. that's really about the only closing thoughts I had. Yeah, I'm... I mean, pretty much same thing, and it, it won't just be debates. We'll we'll rank things. Oh we'll, yeah. Um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to even think what else we've done. It's it's been so long since we recorded, but at the same time, it's been so long since we've started. Yep. And we picked the worst possible time to attempt to start a podcast. I literally had just like was getting ready to have a baby. <laughs> yep. And it's like, hey, let's do a podcast and try to make it a once a week thing. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sure. It's yeah. not like the late spring, early summer months aren't chaotic at all. Uh, right. Okay. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we've missed you. We are so happy to be back. Yes. And uh, Drake Take, you are on deck, my friend. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 hope and pray that he gets here the next week. Huh? <laughs> hey, if not, Dave, you're next. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring you on. You're at least local. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, thank you for listening to our first episode of season one of in the middle podcast also be sure to subscribe and leave us that five-star review with a question and be sure to answer on that next episode you can find us on all major podcasting platforms we also want to hear from y'all so follow us on that tweets page at 
pod underscore middle and Facebook at pod middle. Uh, give us those those five star reviews if if you want. If you think that we we deserve them, I hope we do. If not, give us some good good uh, criticism. And some we'll, good we'll try one to get star better. reviews. <laughs> huh? Some good one star reviews. <laughs> yeah, if you give us one star, you better have some good good positive reinforcement. Yeah, here. it better be funny. <laughs> so that that's all I have, man. Hey, let's get out of here, my bud. All right, Mark. Sight. We'll talk at you soon. Bye. Hey, you're still listening. Yeah, well, that must mean you really like that intro and outro. If you're still listening to this, which you are, if you're hearing my voice right now, right? Go follow them on Facebook at official one headlight high or on YouTube. You know, like, subscribe, follow on YouTube at one headlight high. I know they really support it. They really enjoy it. So I know they would really love for you guys to do that. Go, go support them. Thank you, guys.